0: Welcome to Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. Uh, I'm not going to do the full intro because Chris isn't here and he's not going to make me. So Chris, you're not my dad. Uh, hey everyone, I wanted to do something special and uh, I-, I knew that we had this uh, this going on, this record coming out with this really great person and I wanted to uh, get him on the show, talk to him, uh, introduce him to you and uh, just like have a nice little conversation. So with me today, I have my friend Hazmat. Hello how is it going? Uh, pretty good yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah Yeah.
0: so uh, there's a bit of a time difference it's like it's like evening for you right?
1: yep it's actually uh, it's actually six in, uh, in the afternoon right now
0: oh six or in evening. the afternoon yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you must
0: eat dinner pretty late
1: Uh, yeah kind of <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's it's really nice to have you. I'm glad you agreed to do this. Um, before we get into your music and stuff like that, I just wanted to talk about something ner- like this show is about nerdy things. So I think our listeners probably want to hear nerd stuff. So, okay. so tell me about nerdy, this. Nerdy. Yeah, what, what kind of stuff are you nerdy about? I mean, what kind of music, like movies, comics, anything like that? Games?
1: Well, uh just recently i just binge watched the uh, the entire Friday the thirteenth <laughs> movies. yes like the the first eight ones I lo-
0: okay, the- so which one's your favorite
1: for now i 'd say uh the third one because uh, because it's it 's like the, the this entire 3D era and just yes. pizza it's it's 3D on your face. Yes, <laughs> I, I laughed a hell lot during this uh, this movie. It is
0: literally in your face. You're correct about yeah. that.
1: Uh, <laughs> like,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I I really like that movie. I don't know if I have a favorite. It might be Six. I don't know. I love that one. Feels a little bit like a part of the Evil Dead franchise, and that's my favorite franchise. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And I I believe even. um like the dagger and the Necronomicon book are in part six, um, like as little cameo prop things, and so I just I love those.
1: Yeah, is it in the in the sixth one where? Uh, yeah, I think it's the sixth. The sixth one. You um, when you they, they go to the to the camp and there are children uh, sleeping and. Uh, uh, yes. Um, when a, one, of the, uh, one of the protagonists co- goes to, the, to a girl and, uh, who says that she, she's having nightmares and yeah, yeah and I, I didn't know there was like this this easter egg in the in the movie and I, I was watching and she said uh, what's your name? Uh, it's, it's Nancy. I said, yeah, I was like Nancy? Nancy, yeah, isn't that... Nancy, Nancy, nightmares, Monster everywhere, nightmares, Nancy. Oh my God! <laughs> are you the Nancy from the Nightmare on Elm Street movies?
0: <laughs> isn't that great? I love those things. Yeah, that's, those that's those awesome. are there for us. Yeah, that, I love that. That's that's what yeah. that's what we're here for. We we love those kinds of things. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm glad you did that. Those are such good movies. Uh, what other are there? Any other classic horror ones? I, I'm. You, you started off the right way because I'm a huge horror fan. So, yeah, like, that's me one me of my too. main things. So good. So, what are some of your favorites?
1: Some of my favorites. Uh, I'm more into the the more recent ones because uh, I, I think horror is a uh, is a style that aged pretty badly. Mm. <laughs> to be honest, I, I, I rewatched the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth, and it's, it was just funny to watch, but not scary at all. Not I know what you not mean. Not even a little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, It's just it's just fun to watch. Uh, but I think the first, um, the the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, oh uh, yeah, it's really interesting uh, because of the um, the atmosphere. Uh, yep. Yeah, it it aged pretty bad too. <laughs> Some of it <laughs> just, is not good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Twenty minutes is just like running in the <laughs> in the woods with a chainsaw behind you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really awesome to watch. But but the. The first, um, the, the the first image you, you have like this um, this kind of uh, human scarecrow. I mm-hmm. don't remember exactly. No, it's not a, a scarecrow. It's a tombstone, uh, if I remember well. I, I, I don't really remember, but it's the the music, the um, the the, F, the effects, and the, the transitions, and um, and the the, the 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 whole atmosphere is yeah. really awesome. And I don't. I, I don't know why it, it hasn't been done uh, again like this after because it's it's really something like it's it's psychological. It's something psychological, and Sure. You, you you don't have this anymore. Uh, I, I'm really I'm really disappointed with uh, with the lack of psychological or um, in the recent movies. Uh, yeah, you know there was this this era between like the. 2005 and 2012 it was just shitty horror movies with a lot oh, of yeah. jump scares and uh, yeah well uh, we we were kind of trying to porn.
0: yeah we were trying yeah. to shake off j-horror so it was like okay tor- time for torture porn and then yeah. and then the horror was like we don't know what to do <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah like the, the,
1: the first two maybe three so movies were really cool but what the hell did they do after that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I believe What's they. Happened,
0: when you get a Wahlberg involved things change. yeah yeah so <laughs> I do like the first couple of Saw movies. they're, they're not yeah. as gory as you remember and they're yeah. actually pretty good psychological horror movies. They, like
1: they, they're gory in the, um, the idea behind it. Yeah, it's the the idea of sewing your own leg off. <laughs> yeah. really really gory. But when you when you you watch the the seventh or the or the other ones, it's just just nothing compared yeah. to it. But but the, you you can feel the 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 fright <laughs> behind <laughs> everything uh, of the protagonist. You know? sure. and this is what works well well and the first just, one has good actors God, too I, I, i'm sewing my leg all, just, <laughs> i'm losing blood all, no, it's Oh, just, no oh no yeah the, the, the path to to actually be, come to the decision to, to to sew it up which is really right. scary
0: right and and that's a neat uh concept that i have seen in other things too like i, I don't know why you just made me think of the game uh, heavy rain where it's like you have to make that decision to yeah. like you, you like slice your hand off or your finger off or something. It's like, are you going to make your character go through this to possibly get a clue to find out where his child is? And then, yeah, you like make the guy chop his hand off and you have to almost do it yourself. It's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's a similar, but it's a similar thing and it's a really interesting concept. And yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome. I like those.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. So you said you watched all of Friday the Friday 13th. That's, I mean, you must be, Having the weirdest dreams. Um, (laughs) I don't know if you're like me, but like that many movies, yeah, it would affect me like in weird ways. Uh, Have you played Uh, the game?
1: The Friday 13th game? uh, Nope. Uh, I have played... um, How do you you call it? The the other game...
0: uh, Well, there's Dead by Daylight.
1: Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I played it um, maybe something like 50 hours or so. Oh, so you played Uh, it a little bit. Yeah. uh, Yeah, a little bit just a little bit enough to understand that it's a shitty game (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I, listen
0: I I I like Dead by Daylight, but I Don't like it as much as I think Friday the 13th is a more polished better experience. It's more focused Uh, Dead by Daylight is so broken and it's so different depending on what level you're on and what characters got picked and it's just all over the place it's almost random
1: well i, I think dead by daylight could be a really really great game but the community <laughs> playing oh, yeah. is awful uh, like the um, i only play killer because uh, I, I just think it's pointless to to play survivor it's, it's just Constantly repairing generators. Like they should, they definitely should do uh, another game mode. (laughs) really, yeah, I agree. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, and when you 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 find survivors that just come, the the four come in front of you and troll you with with, the flashlights and uh, (laughs) and they 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 don't do anything else besides running (laughs) around you. It's just terribly annoying and. and there's a lot of people like this.
0: Well, when when there's the game like this. right when the game relies on people following the rules and playing correctly, uh, yeah. you've already got a big problem. It's it's like telling people to stay home and wear a mask and stuff like that's just too hard for people to do. <laughs> they want to go out. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's real life right now. <laughs> exactly it's, yeah. it's wild so yeah anytime that exists in a game it's you're asking for trouble the best way to play a game like that is to get a party of friends and, and do that exactly, privately
1: yeah. yeah I got really disappointed by this game I, I was really hyped when I, when I saw the, the trailers and uh, youtubers playing it I, I was like oh that's so cool you can play as Ghostface as Michael mm-hmm. Myers <laughs> that, that's so crazy! that's so great and, and when I played it it was cool like the the, the first Twenty hours, and then I was just struggling to, to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, I liked it at first when it was it was it it was a little scary
0: because you didn't know yeah. what was going on. You're like, oh, the killer's around. Oh. It, yeah. it became like a fun, like uh, a little. It was scary, but but then after a while, you lose that.
1: Yeah, that, that's like every single horror mo- uh, horror game uh, horror multiplayer game. When you after the um, the scary part, you just realize that it's 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 only someone playing the killer yes <laughs> and you know people are stupid so you can brain dance so you can uh, so absolutely you can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 normal that's perfectly normal but it's just a bit disappointing
0: yeah that's i love that one uh boy i I just totally had a brain problem. Uh let's move on. Uh <laughs> so what about uh we often talk about comic books. Did you ever read any comic books?
1: Uh yeah, I have a few. I have a few Deadpool ones. Yeah. Um I got this one, um the the Venom one, uh where he with the the birth of toxin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh that's uh, cool. I, I, I don't really know the um, the franchise uh, name uh, to to be honest. I have this one. I have a few. I have a um, uh, a green goblin one, which oh. is very cool. Uh, yeah, I found it in uh, in Paris. Nice. <laughs> when uh, when I went to uh, just to like a little trip, I went to a comic store and uh, and I saw this this English comic book. <laughs> it wasn't <even laughs> in French. <laughs> I saw that and it was wait. There are comic books about Green Goblin, <laughs> I, just, I just get it. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah.
0: I think Green Goblin can be an interesting character when he's used yeah. properly. Sometimes yeah. he's just a laughing face. Uh, he's not much, but so when when they add the depth of the his connection to Peter and his son and all those extra layers to him, he can be he can be interesting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a big reader. Uh, no no not really i i prefer i prefer the the movies uh, it's just i don't know why because uh, because because uh, comic books are really great i i just uh yeah i i um i started reading uh well it's, it's maybe uh, two years ago but i started reading ultimate spider-man oh yeah because I, uh, I played the, the games when I was a child. <laughs> the, PS2 the and I GameCube, game. I believe, right? I had it on PC Master Race.
0: Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> well, I agree, but, you know, I had to say it. That's the generation we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, you're right, PC Master Race.
1: Yeah, so so I like uh, I liked the idea of Ultimate Spider-Man. I, I like the designs of the uh, of the baddies. Like the Rhino is so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool looking. Uh, Electro is, is really good looking too. Yeah, it's so cool. Well,
0: oh. Doesn't it seem like Spider-Man has some of the coolest villains?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The, the best ones, uh, him and Batman.
0: Oh yeah, Definitely. Batman has some great
1: ones. Yeah, Batman has some great ones, but Spider-Man has the the greatest ones. Because he had a, he has a lot. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> this guy has a lot of enemies. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: right, and they, they, like he has so many that they had to like share them with other heroes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, could yeah. Daredevil fight Kingpin for a while?
1: Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: So, how do you feel about the Marvel in general? Like, like the movies and things. Do, do you like the cinematic universe?
1: yeah 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 okay yeah yeah i like this uh, really um maybe not not every franchise like uh, i always I always thought that uh, captain America's was a bit boring <laughs> i i
0: understand that uh i I, yeah. I can see i can see why i think they get more exciting as they go but I, and I do like the first one for its pretend world war two uh stuff, but i mean it's it's all just made up nonsense, but you know um yeah I like the idea.
1: Uh, it's, it's, uh, I think that the the MCU wanted to be uh, really uh, realistic. It, it was more um, uh, how do you say, um, fuck. like grounded in reality. <laughs> is that what you're saying? You're more grounded. Yeah. yeah. And and then they Captain America comes and there's like. Nazis with magic weapons and, no <laughs> no that's not how it was I don't that doesn't understand work. Hmm. That okay. doesn't that all right
0: I'm gonna have to do some research on that I don't know uh <laughs> no I, I know I know what you mean uh it is a little silly but that's just how it, that's you know that's this franchise and I mean it, it, I wish they would have had the balls to be like yeah it's Captain America fighting actual Nazis and murdering them—that would have been amazing. Yeah, but uh, that it's would have it's, been really cool. it's not. Uh, but I would like to see like a cool, um, like more of an espionage, like Captain America in World War II, doing like uh, doing missions, like in, in like in occupied France or something. That would be incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> I would love that. Like oh, he joins yeah. the resistance. Come on. <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, yeah,
0: uh, that's I cool. Want
1: to, I want to have a good Hulk movie.
0: I I, um, need
1: one. <laughs> I, I, I don't hate shitty movies.
0: I, I don't hate the Edward Norton one, but it's not very good. like when you look at it now, when it was new, yeah. I was pretty happy with it. Um, I had a friend who worked on that movie, and uh, that, I think <laughs> that might have been part of why I loved it so much because I got to see my friend my friend's name in the credits, you know. Oh <laughs> um, I was very excited about that and and, and it made me like the movie more, I think but I, I've watched it recently and it was it was okay. It's not great. I think he deserves a great movie. Thor three is the best Hulk movie. I'm sorry, Thor two. No, 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 not Thor two. Thor three. Oh boy, I almost said a bad thing. Yeah. Thor two. The Ragnarok. Thor three. God, yeah. shut me up. Somebody take me out of here. Um. I oh boy. Anyway, uh, tell you what. That's uh that's enough nerd stuff for right now. Let's let's play a song. Uh, okay. one of your you said you have three to share with us today.
1: Yeah. Uh... Well, I'll send to you the um, the one that's already out for, sure. the, for now for the pre-order, which is "Gasmask for Everyone."
0: Gasmask for everyone. So that's what everyone's going to hear. Uh, Gasmask <laughs> yeah. for everyone. Um, is there anything you need to say about the song, or just want to set it up, or you just want to let it go?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Just let it go. Yeah. Just let it go? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Maybe, maybe we can talk about it after. I don't know.
0: Sure. No, that's fine. We'll, we'll it's it. all right. We'll play we'll, we'll, this. Uh, all right. Well, this is it. We'll play uh, Gas Mats for Everyone uh, by Hazmat with the album coming out on May 8th. So pre-order now. I'm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right. Welcome back. I hope everyone enjoyed that song. Uh, we, l- listen, speaking of music, let's talk about music. Where did, where did you start? Wh- what got you, st- what got you interested in music? And I don't mean, I don't mean making music, but I mean, listening to music. Wh- wh- where did that begin for you?
1: Uh, I think it it started really, really long time ago because my uh, my father my father used to play in a in a country music band. Oh, well, that'll do it. A, a French country music band. <laughs> Excuse me. That's interesting. <laughs> well,
0: I, I think that's yeah. a neat. con. So uh, French country music. How does that differ from, say, like American country music?
1: Uh, I think it's a, it's not really different because um, well, country music is. Basically, country music. So it's right. pure American style. You you can't really um, well you you can add some things, but uh, I don't think it's it's it. it it's not from the. It, it just goes away from the the, the, the spirit the, the spirit that uh, that's country music. You know that that bluesy thing. Uh. Sure. I just didn't
0: know if there was any like different if they used it, different instruments or if it had the different. Uh...
1: Oh, uh, to be honest, I, I don't really listen to French country music because... You don't? <laughs> no, because I, I, I love French music. Uh, I, oh, really? Okay. I hate it, really. Really. Uh, because uh, it's, it's something that French, French is not a language that you should sing. It, it's, it's just like German. <laughs> no one should ever sing in French because uh, I think it's not a beautiful language. But that's my personal advice. I think
0: um, every single other person would disagree with you. and We think it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <I> think. <laughs> when, you,
1: when you are born in France and you, you've lived your entire life speaking French, you know that this... This, this language can be really beautiful, but only if you're French. <laughs> 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 only if you, you know every subtleties of the language and sure. the, the, um, the, the twisted grammar that we have. And just generally speaking, it's not that really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I, pre- I prefer Italian. <laughs> I'm sorry for my blasphemy. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs>
0: so so what are some like when you when you think back to your you know when you were younger what kind of what kind of bands or, or artists were you were influencing you back then
1: uh well i think uh, because my father listened a lot to the Rolling stones and um and other old band
0: <laughs> well, so he was cool then
1: yeah because absolutely. Absolutely. if you picked the stones,
0: you were cool wasn't that the thing
1: yeah yeah i i was I, i've been raised with um with a good let's say a good musical education that's great <laughs> but only um not I, I haven't done um music theory or whatever and i've never touched that it's it's just when when you add school to something that i like it it just becomes shitty for me <laughs> it doesn't work anymore right, right. <laughs> so that's why i didn't study uh, music but yeah, um, the fact that he listened to, um, to a lot of classical band, uh, rock band and, and everything. Um, it helped me to not fall into easy music like um, some people are not going to like it, but like some chilli pop or um, sure. you know, easy trap. Or- whatever i I know what you
0: mean i absolutely understand i had to i had to dig and claw my way out of that personally because i didn't have i was an only child and my parents listened to oldies so like 50s and 60s music and then um growing up i was like oh i I got a radio i'll listen to something new so i listened to like the current like pop this was in the 90s of course and uh a lot of it well hmm, i had to work my way out of that
1: yeah 90s pop music was Way better than to this pop music. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> uh, I, I really think this. But <clears throat> yeah, and um, that helped me to to recognize when uh, when a song was good. Well, it was well done. Let's say when it was well done, because um, well, it, when I had uh, when when I were like uh, something like twelve, maybe, yeah, I, I started to. Um, to explore uh, different types of music. And uh, I had a, a sister uh, who listened to a lot of metal. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, she was really into um, that emo era. And it's, it was like Evanescence and, sure. <laughs> and Marin Manson. Well, that's a good zombie. start, though. That's a, yeah, that's that's a, really a good start. Hey, that's I, a good start.
0: I would be lying <laughs> if I said I didn't listen to a ton of Rob Zombie. Come on.
1: <laughs> and well, uh, so she introduced me um, to metal. And uh, that's where I started to, to explore every single genre. And well, then I stumbled upon Muse. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I discovered Muse uh, when they released, uh, I think it was uh, the Resistance era. Yeah okay when they released the pricing and everything i started to to listen to them and then i really got into them when they released uh, the the second low which is now my least favorite album but, <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> so then uh that's that's when uh it's thanks to them i really got into music um well i, I wanted to make music they made me want to make music right and uh, that's where i started to play guitar and uh, and i wanted to to start singing too and and yeah that's why they're they're my favorite band right now because um they're the beginning of everything for me
0: right i know you mean i have a band like that too for me it's porcupine tree Hmm. when i first heard them it just like my brain exploded Uh, (laughs) i didn't understand i didn't understand it at first these weird time signatures and this just, it can be heavy, but it can also be soft. And It can also be, it, this, the, the, the lyrics can have meaning and it can be a, a, just a little <laughs> bit better than everything else in my opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Muse is an is interesting choice. They're, they're, they're a band I don't know a ton about. I've heard a lot of their songs, like anything that has been popular, it's popped up, you know, and I've always enjoyed yeah. it, but they're not a band I've ever like, I've never gone, okay, let's listen to this album today. Uh, so if I was going to start with Muse, and I probably should, uh, what record should I go for?
1: Showbiz. Okay. <laughs> so definitely Showbiz. That's, that's the one album, which is the the best one for me, because um, they still had that, um, you know, when that's when when you're young and you want to do everything great and <laughs> yeah, and you you have a ton of ideas and that's that's when they were really the most creative ever. Right okay yeah and, that's that's where I'll start and the the eponymous track uh, showbiz is my, my favorite piece of music ever really like the, the, for me it's the the best thing that's ever been created on earth <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's I mean that's a high praise I will check it out and uh, I will uh, I'll tell you whether or not you're correct Okay, <laughs> you say I, I, am. <laughs> I feel like I'm probably going to like it. I, I, I probably have already heard it, but I, I think I'm probably going to enjoy
1: it. But I, yeah, I don't think you actually heard it because it's uh, well, at least in France, it's not known at all. It's not popular all this one is. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I used to work in a CD store and I would just play records all the time. Oh. And, and I know there were some Muse that got played. Not all the time, mm-hmm. but there was some, so I, it may be something i 've heard in passing, but anyway, okay. Um, okay so okay your your dad played country music uh, yep. and got you into some cool bands, and then you found Muse. so then, what about your sort of um, your journey to where you are now musically, because I, if you look back at your catalog there's mm-hmm. i mean it 's synth it 's very synth heavy synth yep. wave or or whatever you want to call that retro. Um by the way I was listening to something last night um I believe it was from your last record and I got a very distinct Depeche Mode vibe is that correct should I have been feeling that
1: uh yeah because Depeche Mode is um they did uh, They like reinvented synth invented since so, <laughs> so that's what's pretty normal
0: and it was in your, well it was uh, something with your vocals too I was like oh this could totally be a Depeche Mode it was uh, something maybe. with your vocal <laughs> it doesn't matter uh, you're you're not uh I didn't I don't even know what I was gonna say anyway
1: tell me about that <laughs> okay so um, well first of all uh, I played in the garage band with, uh, with some friends and uh, we were really rock heavy really <laughs> and that was um, music and maybe a bit some some Iggy Pop too sure. we did, we did uh, a lot of uh, a lot of rock and um, and one one day i just thought to my told to myself because um, after um, years uh, years went on and uh, uh we just kind of parted ways which is sad <laughs> yeah I, I have a similar thing so i understand and and one day i, I told myself why do I, why don't i just start to try to to produce music by, by myself and so I, I watched a tutorial on, uh, on YouTube uh, about how to, to, to make full Loops work. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and well, I, I was thinking, I, I should try to produce a, a real, uh, real track. And um, I was thinking about a style that wouldn't be too, too heavy. It wouldn't be too, too difficult to produce. And, sure. And I was thinking about Synthwave. Um, and because uh, not that I really liked this this type of music, or whatever. It's just uh, I didn't hate it. <laughs> right. It, <laughs> and it was something I, you uh, could do. Uh, yeah, it, it sounded like something I could do. And when I started to um, to like tweak with my uh, my uh, my DAW, uh, I started to really like what uh, what I was doing and. <laughs> And after producing Cyber Genesis, which is the first track that I ever did.
0: That's awesome. That's a uh, good one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. this one, the first one that I ever produced. And I was like, damn, I can tell a lot only with music.
0: <laughs> yeah, but not, it's true. Not
1: even, not even with lyrics, like, only with music. And I, I started to imagine a whole universe uh, around this uh this cybergenesis things like yeah what if i what what if i um took the bible and made it like something that you could that you could read today but with a, with a futuristic uh, view, you know, right. like it's not God creating humans. It's the humans created, creating robots. Right. That, that would be awesome. <laughs> and that's why <what> I, <laughs> I started to, um, to, to, to produce uh, the, the album Cybergenesis. Genesis. Uh, with, so Synthwave was something actually really relevant because it was electronic and, um, and synthy. So it was really, uh, really accurate with, uh, with robots. Right. And that, that's where that's where I started to to like to really like synthwave because I found a meaning behind the music.
0: Right. It, it, uh, yeah. Yeah. So the the yeah. style had a, there was a real reason for you to use that yeah, style.
1: I, exactly. It's not just I, I don't only hear music. I hear a story behind it, and that's and create um, like making the music, producing it. You you just realize how difficult it can be. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah you. And when you have when you were like me, you you would just no. Electronic music is easy. It's uh, it's just it's just computer music. It's shitty. It's not real. You're not even playing a real instrument. Yeah. Damn, was I wrong? <laughs> yeah,
0: I had I had this exact journey as you. I was in a band. I was I was in a couple bands. I was in a metal band. I got signed and we toured and stuff. And then. I was like, "Oh, this electronic thing I could do on the side it's, it's so easy, blah blah blah, and then mm. it became it was I realized to do good electronic music, which is a thing I've yet to do by the way, uh, it's very difficult it's so hard uh, wow it, it, it is not as it might seem
1: yeah um, that, and I think the the real difficulty behind this is when you produce on, um, on your computer, you don't really. You, you don't just make music, you, you fully compose it. You, you become a composer and not only a, a player. Absolutely. That, that's what's really, really difficult because you have to know every basic thing about music. You, you just need to, to virtually know how to play drums, guitars, <laughs> <and> bass. <laughs> that's really difficult. You have yeah. to be, a, you have to be the MacGyver of music.
0: <laughs> it's, it's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, you got me thinking about MacGyver. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's let's uh, put some shoestrings and some some sticks together, and we'll, we'll use those and some bubblegum to make this next song play, as MacGyver would do. Um, what's so? What's what's the next song we're going to listen to here? Uh,
1: Pandemic State.
0: Cool. Then get ready to hear Pandemic State. Don't forget the record comes out May eighth. Uh, let's, let's listen to this and enjoy it. Uh, be back in a sec. I don't know. Pandemic State, uh, and I'm back here with Hazmat. And we're talking about uh, the current record. So tell me about it.
1: Well, um, <laughs> The Harbinger of Plague. Um, when did, how did it start? Like, really? Uh, yeah, after, after making um, Symmetry Theory. Um, That's an album I really like, by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, uh, yeah, you know, in this in this record, I play uh, a lot more rocky stuff. Uh, it's there, uh, a lot more guitars and uh, and heavy riffs and uh, and everything. And that, that's what made me want to try uh, to to actually produce what I was looking to produce at the beginning. So right. hard rock, metal, industrial metal. So. I tried and uh, well, did I succeed? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely you did, yes.
0: I think so. At least from what I've heard, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's, it is an interesting change though. It, it's not a, yeah. I, I think really it's not that big of a change if you think about like uh, tell me this, like, in the construction of it, is it that different?
1: No, no, I don't think it's different because I have this, um, you know, this kind of, uh, I still have my uh, uh, electronic music um, scheme, <laughs> I'd say, yeah, it just, I, it's just, that's something I like to do, um, that I, uh, I did it for war propaganda, uh, it's just the same, uh, the same chord progression. Over right. and over, but I just try to make it so progressive that you don't even uh, realize that it's the same uh, code progression. Right. And I use this—not um, uh, I won't say a lot—but uh, I use this in this record, and that's where you can still find um, the 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 rest that I that I have from the, the previous records. Like, um, no, uh, not Patient Zero is like this, but Mind Virus is uh, is on the, um this end like it has the spirit it's it's the same it's, it's the same called progression over and over but right made, made so different that it's just change, it just changed changes a lot so yeah and um, i use i uh, i use uh, some synths to because uh, because the synths are awesome (laughs) right they are Uh, um, especially in Outbreak uh, there's a a full synth solo at the end that I could have done on guitar but uh, I thought that I I usually go crazy on my guitar I have a a warm pedal that lets me go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I really like. I, I, I like to do uh, fuck, fucked up riffs and uh, <laughs> and solos, and I did the exact same thing, but with out with, uh, with uh, the with the synth. I just took the knob and go and, and went. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, that's amazing! So <laughs> should your should your synth fans like should they be worried about this, or should they should they just embrace it? Should they give it a shot, or do you care?
1: I, I do care <laughs> because uh because i I don't have my uh, uh, fan base properly saying that, but I have a few people that listen to me because uh, I did like everyone and I was just going full synth and uh, these people um i think they they're going to be a bit disappointed or at least not interested in this in this record because it, it changes a lot it's really really different but when I know that a lot of um of listeners since we are also metal listeners i 've noticed that and i mean, 'm yeah. in the same way, so
0: it does seem to be a pretty common thing
1: yeah yeah and that I am too so yeah <laughs> so that's i try to um, to mix things uh, things up and and try to make the, try to 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 do the perfect sound i wanted to have i I, uh, I I saw someone say on Twitter that. Uh, you make the music you want to hear Yes, and that's exactly what I tried to do and I, I think I'm not the only one that wants to hear this type of music So yeah, they, they should be worried in a way that I tried <laughs> a hell lot of new things like really um, Like just the, the one you you worked uh, you worked on with me. It's sure. It's like South American style <sighs> and and then the, the the one just after this is is totally um almost um, 28 days later style like the oh. you know the, the, the track from John Murphy <laughs> I know exactly
0: the one uh, it's, it's, yeah. man that whoa I love that movie yeah and I love this, that guy, this guy
1: yeah. gave me a uh, he inspired me a lot for this one because I, I wanted to to do something about yeah yeah it's about the pandemic so right. um, I, uh, I don't I, I don't talk about zombies uh, properly saying but it, you can imagine you can interpret things as, as a zombie apocalypse, that, Absolutely. that can be true but uh, yeah so th- th- this guy was a, a big inspiration for me uh, especially for, uh, for my interlude uh, global hair situation.
0: right so too. Um, did you h- how much vocal is there on this on this record? Uh, well,
1: listen, ev- pretty much every one, song or? Two, three four <laughs> five six seven eight eight out of ten
0: Okay, because, well, again, a lot of the artists in the synthwave don't do vocals. You just get the instrumental. So it is interesting that you made this this kind of switch. And then now, I mean, you had vocals before, but, yeah. um, you know, uh, it is an interesting change. And I, but I'll, by the way, I want to compliment. I like your vocals a lot. Thanks. <laughs> um, but, uh, so the thing I noticed about the stuff, like the thing I helped you with, uh, it, it is a story. You're very much just telling a story. Um, yeah. It's it's very... It's like cinematic almost.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Harbinger of Plague in particular, uh, there's something about the feel of it that reminds me of like Pumpkinhead or something. Um, I think it's just yeah. that dirty southern feel, but... Um,
1: yeah, it's the fact uh, that it's in a... In a in a south town. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, can, I, you can imagine the crops everywhere, the dead crops.
0: <laughs> right. Well, and just a, like a curse in a southern town, that sounds like Pumpkinhead to me. So I don't know why I keep talking about Pumpkinhead. Maybe because I love the movie Pumpkinhead. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think maybe fans of horror also would be into yeah, your record. I think that's what I was trying to say. It is kind of telling a story, it seems like, and it, and it, it is very topical with today's uh, world.
1: Exactly. Well, uh, that's something uh, I saw on Twitter too. Like people were complaining that uh, some artists were were using uh, the pandemic as a as a way to sell more. <laughs> like they were naming their tracks, uh, well, pandemic, <laughs> whatever, <Right>. corona. <laughs> yeah. And. I, I was a bit concerned by this because I had the idea of The Average of Plague um, when I started doing uh, Symmetry Theory. So I had right. like, these, two, these two ideas that I wanted to, to do. I started with Symmetry Theory and, and, and when I, I'm a bit concerned because uh, I don't want people to think I used um, the pandemic as an excuse to, uh, to, to have inspiration. Or right. whatever. <laughs> well, that helped me a lot. Of you course. can't deny
0: in I mean, your real world affects yeah, your... especially
1: for the lyrics uh, when i when i see uh, when I look at people uh, uh, in, the, in the media when, how they act and, uh, i'm just so <laughs> scared about that <laughs> that I had to write things about it yes but one uh, one of the track is especially about uh, about this, which is agitation um, agitation um, you, 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 you really recognize it when you when you hear it because uh, I try to act um, as, a, uh, as a as a um, a locked down uh, person. Uh, right. it, it, it's a, it's someone during the lockdown, the lockdown that just go full mad. Um, <laughs> Which you could someone, do. Yeah, I understand is, now. I, I try to tell the story of um, someone who is um, a, a paranoid person uh, who already is. Um, it's kind of um, let's say uh, <laughs> not really stable, <laughs> right? Um, and I, I tried to, to to make this person really go mad uh, during the um, the track. And well, that, that's that's when I see all the all the, the conspiracy theories and uh, and everything. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> people are, are that crazy! <laughs> 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 <They won't. laughs>
0: this could so, really yeah, happen. I made, yes,
1: I, I made a, a song about it. <laughs>
0: That is, that is,
1: uh,
0: I can't wait to hear it. It's, uh,
1: seven days (laughs) to wait. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So again, it comes out on May 8th, uh, 2020. I don't know what year people are listening to this, but 2020, um, (laughs) what's the, uh, what's the address they can get that ideally they can get it through. You have it streaming places, but you want to get it through Bandcamp, right?
1: Uh, yep. Uh, usually, I uh, put it on Bandcamp like uh, the first week or so, and then uh, with this rocket, I, uh, I use this rocket to to put it on Spotify and uh, everything else.
0: Right. But if you want to support Hazmat or any other artists that use Bandcamp, definitely go to their Bandcamp. That's the best way yeah. to uh, directly support. Yeah.
1: But, uh, today, by the way, um, they like um, did something about their their share fee. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I bought one, uh, one of your records. I don't know if you knew this.
0: <laughs> I did see that. And I, was gonna, I didn't know if you wanted me to mention that on the air. But uh, now, that, now that you've brought it up. Thank you so much. That's very cool of you.
1: No problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, so I wasn't yeah, today expecting is, that.
1: Today's the day to, to buy things.
0: Yes, yes. There will be another one of those they announced. There's going to be two more. So oh, by the time people hear this, they won't, they won't be able to take advantage of it today. But um. Uh, there, there'll be another one I believe at the beginning of next month and then the, the month after that so th- there will be plenty of chances now I think you should buy the record the day it comes out but that's just me um,
1: mm-hmm. of course <laughs> but you,
0: if you want to help any of your friends if any of your friends have Bandcamp uh, if you know anyone who's, a, who's an artist that uses it that's a great way to help them out so that's, you should definitely just throw them a couple bucks every little bit helps
1: and that that would help me to eventually uh, put out some physical records because I want to do um, I to a physical uh, um, release for um, for cyber Genesis. Yeah, what's your what's your ideal format for that? Uh, CD, I think. CD. Because yeah, because um, I don't know. Um, in France, it's kind of expensive to uh, to to use uh, tapes. Oh yeah, and to, they don't to last, you tapes. know. Yeah. Um, uh, it's kind of expensive. Uh, I saw uh, Alpha Cromiero uh, used uh, one, which is located. Uh, he used a, a company which is located in Ireland, but uh, I was looking for it, and uh, then I saw the, of course, the the, the shipping. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> shipping yeah, yeah. So, that's where they yeah, get so it's you. It's two countries away, so that would be logical. <laughs>
0: uh, I, and I think also CD is kind of. A- the cyber, when you think cyber, like I think, uh, yeah, I do think like CD being a, uh, I don't know what, you know, kind of retro future sort of. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. I'd buy it. I'd buy a CD from you. Uh, So. Uh, uh,
1: I'll get one for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. And I, I, uh, if people do listen to this record, I did. uh, I just want to say that I was very, happy and lucky to uh, be able to help you just very slightly with it I um, really had nothing to do with it but um, I answered a tweet and uh, I did a little bit of narration on one of those songs and I really really loved it I was not expecting what I got <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I, I by, le-
1: the, by the way the song changed a lot so oh did it you're gonna be yeah you're gonna be surprised <laughs> well,
0: I can hear it all over again great yeah, well, uh, I really like it. Uh, I'm I'm very impressed. Uh, I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be synthwave, and uh, it ended up being something really interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's just something totally different. So, but when you hear "Harbinger of Plague," that's my dumb uh, southern accent. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really enjoyed that. And and the thing that struck me was like how well it was written. Uh, it was really it was written like a movie almost, or, or like a short story. But the way you fit the 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 speech over the music it was as if i had been able to hear the music and then you and fit it all in correctly it was like you i don't know how you did that like it was per- perfectly it was like a puzzle that was meant to go together
1: well uh, to be honest um i uh... Uh, one of my inspirations for, for this kind of music was uh, a song from Gorillaz, which is a uh, fire coming out of the monkey's the, the monkey's head. Oh yeah, which okay. Is, yeah, th- that's typically the same thing. Like it's someone really, um, yeah, he's telling a story, uh, and there's a, there's music with it, and it's really well done. And when I first heard this, uh, I was telling myself that's a really good idea. It, it's it's not the first ones who who did this, of course. Sure. But, uh, it's the first that I heard, so that's not my fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't blame me! First. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: and I was like, damn I need to do this someday and well three years later I'm here, <laughs> yeah. I did it with you.
0: That so. was, it was excellent, I, I really, I'm excited for people to hear it uh, and the record in general so uh, is there anything else you want to say about the record before we go?
1: Uh no, that should be uh, that should be good, I think. Uh ma- yeah, maybe I um I decided to add an additional track.
0: The last <laughs> so, minute, like I also yeah, always do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, um, uh, it was yesterday. Um I had a few notes in my head that I wanted to to play on uh on well my keyboard because I don't have I I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have a, a proper piano. Uh, <laughs> well <laughs> I know, uh, I'm the same. Yeah. And then i was like mm, i should develop this a, a bit more and well uh, now i'm with a full track <laughs> <laughs> you developed it so, all the way <laughs> yeah it's already over so <laughs> well uh, i just put it it's um, it's an additional track it's called victims that's cool yeah
0: that's i love that i love that inspiration you're like i have time i can
1: do it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, i was going to my computer ah, i still have a week so, <laughs> did not in two days soon well good <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> all right well thank you so much for talking to me with about this uh, i'm very excited for people to hear it and i i really hope it does well for you and um i hope people enjoyed this conversation i enjoyed having it um me too <laughs> i mean we we've chatted a lot uh, with text but this is the first time we've actually been able to speak and i i must say it's uh, very enjoyable so thanks for talking to me
1: uh, well, you're welcome, and <laughs> thank you for inviting me. <laughs> uh,
0: so we're going to hear one more song, right?
1: Yeah. Exactly. Okay, what's the last one? Drumroll. The Harbinger of
0: Plague. Oh, <laughs> all right. We'll check out some, some very southern narration going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, please enjoy this song. And one more time, it's, uh, it's on Bandcamp. Oh, what's the URL for
1: that? oh damn uh hazmat7.bandcamp.com
0: hazmat7.bandcamp.com there you go go. Uh, there's some other hazmats on bandcamp but the the one you want is the one with the uh it's got like a gas mask and some like lights coming out of the eyes and uh it's a pretty cool logo
1: yeah i wonder who did (laughs) it
0: to be fair it was a you 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 put the final touches on it that are that made it final good
1: touch is not everything
0: <laughs> well not I think touch. the final touch is what made it good just saying <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah check that out uh, and then please enjoy this song and please support hazmat uh, so uh, you can, if you want to <laughs> say goodbye you can oh yeah well goodbye everyone thank you for everything <laughs> thanks for everything G- goodbye listeners <laughs> Let me tell you a story. A story of disease, decayed crops, and rotten skin. In 1886, down in a small Tennessee town known as Robwood, lived a small group of people. They all minded their own business, never looking for trouble, and never causing any. One of them fellows was named Lewis. Lewis was a good farmer always taking care of the largest cornfield around. The man was very proud of those crops, and he knew every plate in town was filled with the fruit of his hard work. day, a stranger and his kid came to the field. They said they was real sick and needed a place to rest for the night. The boy was struggling to walk as his left leg was covered with wounds and blackened with plague. But Lewis did not bother to even look at him and quickly answered he was too busy for this. Next day, a town folk gathered at the marketplace, all listening to the sheriff and we found two rotting bodies a few miles away from the old farmer's estate. Two fellas didn't make it through the night. Sooner than usual, with it came the coldness of a bad omen. Run away from their houses, but stumbled upon the rider. Either they collapse with fear, or they pass out because of the ranch and smell. The next morning, Lewis woke up and went to take care of his beloved field as usual, but all he saw was thousands of locusts swarming around his crops, devouring every single inch of corn. The man was devastated people in town noticed all their food had rotted during the night. They also started to get unusually sick. Dubos appeared on the children's cheeks and the elders were drowning in pools of vomit. The pastor told people it was God's punishment for their sins. People remembered the bodies found next to Lewis's farm. The sheriff accused him of not helping the father and his son, bringing the Lord's wrath down upon them. So the town folk went straight to the old man's estate filled with anger. Lewis ended up hanged in the middle of his ruined field. The last Rob Woods inhabitant died of this unknown disease only a few weeks later. Poor town's fate got known all around in Tennessee. And everyone now fears the sight of the harbinger
1: of plague.